Welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. Now before we start, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to check this out. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, it helps a lot, and again thank you. Have an incredible day or evening depending where you are, and I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. For today we have I mean, for today, we have the amazing, the badass, the super Madison here. Madison, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's how are amazing. you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, what better way to have an epic day that with someone that to be talking with us with someone as badass as you? You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, for those who don't know who is the incredible, amazing, badass, super Madison, please tell us who you are. I am Madison. I'm an actor, writer. I produce and direct as well. Um, and living in Los Angeles, I feel like I get to, yeah, follow that butterfly of inspiration and uh, find myself in multiple creative arenas. There you go. So you're basically doing everything here. Yeah. <laughs> no niching down necessarily. Just like <laughs> storytelling. There you go. Epic. Now, tell me, let's go back in time here. And yeah, how, like, how did your journey begin? Like, how this passion started? Yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a performer, like in kindergarten, making little art projects, it would say I in the future will be an actor, but I didn't really know what that meant. And then it wasn't until I was about 12, 13, I took a Uda Hagen based acting class okay. and that transformed everything. It was world building and character building. And at that age, it like yeah it filled such a um yeah it filled such a void for my creative expression like oh I didn't know I could like put all this imagination somewhere and now yeah. I can <laughs> amazing amazing and what were some of the challenges that you had when you were recently making those first steps on your career mm. I feel like I had my own challenges in the academic high school world like okay do, do I actually want to pursue this post high school or do I want to go to college and get that like practical standard thing so the first challenge was kind of proving to myself that I could do it and then proving to immediate family that <laughs> I'm not um I'm not just like floating in the wind doing whatever Absolutely. so yeah <laughs> so like kind of validating the the desire the passion to be a performer and then early in the my career I think um I, I started in theater and like apprenticeship and with an apprenticeship conservatory program um my challenges there were I feel like being vocally and physically present and like sharing all like the ideas I had in a bold confident way mm -hmm. so instead of just playing like the quiet girl because that was like the maximum expression I could give like go jumping out into embodying characters that took me Maddie out of my comfort zone mm. if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. no no yeah it does it does okay okay yeah. And now, like, enough that you mentioned, you know, about characters, tell me, like, how you prepare a character. Now we understand, of course, that depends on the role. 
But what is your initial approach before starting diving in into this whole character creation process? Yeah. Oh, I love this question because I feel like my process changes and mm -hmm. like flows with what kind of things are uh, inspiring me in my life like at the moment. But yep. generally I go from a outside in approach of like sitting down with the text, reading through it. Like once I imagine how like the script like should be received by an audience, I then like ditch that and then go in from the character of like, all right, what is this world of the character? And then I find kind of a tempo or like I play in my physical body um like tempo and the duration of lines and um what kind of things in the physical environment of this character are present so um viewpoints technique is very very juicy for me and yeah getting out of my head and getting into the body that's my first step and, and through line <laughs> yeah yeah okay Awesome, and like has that ever happened to you that there was this character that took you the most to prepare it? Ooh, I think when I get really excited about a character, I I can like make the timeline a really long timeline. Yeah. So um, this one character from a play called The Wolves, her her character name was Number Two. She mm -hmm. didn't full name or like a like a no a normal name as a character. Um, no. I, I took a lot of time diving into some of her shadowy, mm -hmm. um, parts because she was such an innocent, goody two shoes, happy character with no. such a dark side of an eating disorder with, um, stress from like colleges and like jealousy so like I for like a month or two before the show I was journaling every day and mm -hmm. really um getting into her shadow because I, I felt like that made her like happiness pop yeah. anyway. and then yeah and then she, it was a soccer play <laughs> forgot to mention that so I played soccer with the other castmates and then the local um community college girls soccer team that was that's cool yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. I mean, I I love the fact that whenever you're about to play the character, the possibilities to play someone are, I mean, you can play from, I don't know, from athlete to lawyer to doctor to superhero, even sometimes, you know, like the whole possibilities you get the chance to explore, you know, when you are about to play a character, I find that super interesting and also pretty, and also pretty fun. Yeah, it's like you're transforming your ideas of how you relate to the world yeah mm. step into someone else's reality Absolutely. yeah wow. now what has been now yeah like moving on here what has been some of the worst auditions you ever had <laughs> worst auditions um definitely I always beat myself up when I'm nervous and like I'm yeah. not able to just have fun but like the worst audition I had I like wasn't really acknowledging that I didn't feel safe in this audition space but okay. um <laughs> I know this is yeah it's it's kind of like a thing I feel I feel passionate about but I know other people don't but I don't think in um in audition rooms that aren't chemistry reads um actors should be 
um, expected to uh, have physical intimacy that's beyond just like a small kiss or like a hug. So I had mm -hmm. this one audition when I was 19. That uh, was a callback, but not a chemistry read. And I had to like make out <laughs> with the other actor. And like, that was, I, I didn't do any of that, <laughs> but like, I was so uncomfortable and like down on myself. Like, oh, why am I not cool with that? Like, oh, I guess no. the actor. So I think not that it was a my worst audition, but it was definitely like a telling like moment for me of like, okay, like I'd feel uncomfortable speaking up for what I want in the audition room because I, I feel like I have less value than the people auditioning me mm. if that makes sense instead mm -hmm. of voicing what I wanted then and and like how you managed I mean not not now that you mentioned that like how you managed to silence that voice yeah silence that voice and then like made it about oh I have the problem like mm. I'm the one I'm you know I'm the nuisance I'm the yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like do you have like a specific I don't know like ritual you know like something you kind of do to kind of uh silence that voice and focus on this edition let's say oh like silence my like voice of like um yeah like you know that we all have so like for example we all have that that little voice in our heads that whenever we're about we're about to do something it might it might says like why are you doing it you're not gonna make it you know you oh yeah that you know you know like that like that kind of a toxic voice let's say toxic voice yeah that negative yep. mm -hmm. yeah mm. um I definitely try to focus on my breath I have like a confidence breath I do that's like I don't know using inhales to the nose and then like thumbs to the <laughs> shoulders so like kind of getting I, I feel like dissolving that voice is like what works best for me instead of yeah. just like trying to cover it up and be like no I'm feeling fine I'm feeling good I'll just try to like focus on something that makes my body feel good um mm -hmm. and then I also if I feel nerves and I try to make those mean something bad mm -hmm. uh, I'll try to reframe that and be like oh nerves mean you're excited <laughs> it's nothing bad like yeah absolutely yeah and after so you, you did audition how you like what is the thing that you do in order to yet again silence those that little voice telling you uh, you should have done this. You should you should have said this. You know you should have worn this. Like how you manage to just put that away and continue mo moving forward because I have discovered that whenever you let that voice in your head to be there, I mean once you realize it's been already two three hours and you haven't done nothing in your day. You know you just like like a hamster just spinning on the same wheel over and over. Mm, yeah, I definitely find myself kind of paralyzed in in that fear in that fear yeah, state. Yeah. Um. I think I think meditation again like just clearing out that part not making it wrong or making it bad like it I I've found that just like sitting with it trying to understand what it's teaching me is the best way to go about it like oh am I craving for am I am, am I longing for um feeling good about the work I do or am I longing for um ease in the work okay so yeah. if I'm if I'm like longing for ease and I don't want to just like 
force myself to do work that I'm not emotionally on board with? How can I like structure my day with rewards of rest or like, (laughs) or like things that make my inner child happy and not just, um, yeah. Yeah. Letting those voices, um, be seen for more than just, I suck because that's not true. (laughs) It's not, no, that's never honest. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that voice (laughs) just tends to, I mean, like, I don't know why we have like that voice telling us that we, that we basically suck, you know, when, or telling us like, why, like, why, like you should have done this or said this, you know? Yeah. It's that should and shaming that really like keeps us from doing and living in our, our biggest visions. And I think my friend, Jessica, she, she offered me a thought about that kind of negative self-talk, um, that oh I forget what I was gonna say but it was good <laughs> I'll go back um yeah because yeah, I'm still I'm still working on that oh that I remember um her thought to me was what what systems and uh ideas thrive with that lack mm-hmm. of self-worth and thrive with that self-doubt and if I believe in those systems like you know the beauty industry thrives off of self-doubt I'm like if I like don't want to play that game anymore and I can see the system as a whole then then I can choose not to play and figure out how I can loosen my (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) now moving on here let's say that for your birthday you get a time machine but here's the catch you can only travel once to end to meet the 13 year old version of yourself so what advice would you give to that little you? Ooh. Oh my God, 13-year-old me had rainbow braces. She didn't care about what anyone thought about her. <laughs> but That's cool. um, I would tell her that it's okay to have fun. Mm-hmm. To have fun on a daily, hourly, yeah. minute basis. <laughs> like it's... Okay it's top priority um for you in this time and you're gonna find your passions and you're gonna you're gonna find the people you're meant to to be with if you just follow that that sense of play totally totally and and like how you for example and like whenever you say that you want to start acting or music writing photography modeling etc i mean whenever you want whenever you said that you want to do that at the beginning either sometimes perhaps even like your family member or friends they're not gonna laugh at you but they're gonna be telling you like you should be focusing on something more stable you know what i mean like that typical phrase we all we all have so my question here is like when like whenever you receive those like uh like those uh those comments about your career how you manage to just push the push them aside not affecting you and continue building on your career yeah like I I was very lucky because I grew up with a mom who totally believed in my arts passions and yeah. kind of had to do face that resistance a lot in her own journey and with her own career. Mm. So um, for me, I didn't really experience that much until I went out into the adult world. And yeah, yeah I, if I got people, if I get people 
trying to, you know, should me or Mm -hmm. like push me to another path and like away from the arts. Yeah. I kind of try to empathize with them of like, oh, like they really aren't, you know, I, I usually find it's people who had a passion for the arts and who didn't follow it. Because I think people who are happy in their own lives don't don't feel a need to try to like control or manipulate someone else's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so yeah, I've, I've learned to be skeptical of advice people give me and then also like immune to it. Like, like your advice, re- recognizing that people's advice and yeah. like shoulds are about them and not me. Mm-hmm. And that they don't, they don't know me and they don't know like what training I've done or what I'm passionate about. And I'm not going to try to prove myself to them anymore. It's kind of a promise I made to myself. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on here. Tell me like, let's say, you know, that one day Disney plus HBO max, Netflix, you name it. They come to you and they tell you that they have this idea, which goes, they're going to make a film that all of the characters that you have played at the moment, they're all going to gather to celebrate your birthday. But the film needs a name, so how would you call it? The film has a name, and what would I call it? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Maybe I'm getting, like, a strong pull to say, like, learning through... Learning through... And I want a poetic name, so, like, learning through... <laughs> um, uh, learning through the meadows with flowers <laughs> i don't know that sounds like a franchise sounds like a franchise yeah we're talking here about the prequel it sounds like the prequel yeah what are these flowers what kind of meadows <laughs> there you go so you so we have one that what are the flowers the second one is here are the flowers and the third one is they're no longer flowers <laughs> whoa that's I deep right that. yeah. that's deep <laughs> that's great Okay, I'm just gonna start writing. Yeah, who knows? Maybe at some point we have here a multi-million dollar franchise. Who knows? And this is the origin story. <laughs> exactly. We have already created our own cinematic universe. Wow. I love world building. Yeah. So that that's not even a far-fetched thing. <laughs> yeah, and then and, and then hear me on that. And then later on, on more future projects, we can have Easter eggs from those prequels in those projects. Yes absolutely relating it that is that it is on the same universe it is yes oh i like that we'll have the flower flower easter egg (laughs) yeah exactly now what like now from so we got the the, uh the idea here so which (laughs) so which platform do you think would agree on disney plus hbo or netflix Ooh. I feel like HBO because I, I we got to get that dark, darker kind of True. going. Yeah, not off the bat, but HBO, I feel like would support it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. like it. Now, my next question here is, what is your dream goal? Like, what is your dream role? Like that role you're, you're waiting at some point to get it. Like that ultimate role. You're like, once I get it, um, I can remove it from my bucket list, let's say. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of basic when I'm like oh if I play one of the Shakespeare women or even male characters traditionally male characters I will be happy so like Ophelia 
once I play that, I'm going to be happy as a clam. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, if you could describe your whole career now, but on a drink, how would you call it and what demo would it have? Oh. I would call it... <laughs> it's kind of a cop out, but like the Maddie Temple instead of the Shirley Temple. Maddie, okay. And be... huh, Ma so we have the name Maddie Temple. What would it have? It would have <laughs> like a mangoey strawberry taste. Mm. Um, I don't really drink, so I don't know how I'd make it like alcoholic. So yeah, let's say without alcohol, you know, a without healthy alcohol. one. Mm -hmm. yeah um mango strawberry with boba because I, I used to love boba and I'd have to tip my hat to that um and it would have yeah I would have a crazy straw coming out of it like that's a yeah. requirement okay you know now that you mentioned like the Maddie Temple that sounds like a like the prequel for the prequel on Disney Plus, since it's a kids show. Yes. You know? Yep. Oh, the kids show. It's a kids show. The yeah, like the Maddie Temple. So we have like the origin story of Maddie here, and then we move on to HBO for the flower stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. See, I was imagining the flower stuff more like darker, just based on the characters I played. But mm. Maddie Temple, that's a total kids show. That's like. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. I what is that i don't know but i like it <laughs> there we go there you go and like what motivates you you know we all have those days that we want to quit you know that we think that this is that that we suddenly get this this idea that this has been a waste of time anyway so how you manage to silence those toxic thoughts and be back again on this road on this yeah on this yeah on this whole road that you have built for so many years now hmm I feel like there's good things and bad things that motivate me sometimes like okay. bad things meaning like oh like I have to prove myself and that mm. never creates the work I want to so mm. kind of answering this question I want to like focus on the good you know the good things because that's where we really get to stand in yeah. in that dream we're creating um I'd say what motivates me is being able to have my own business to have to have that flow of energy and um connection with people mm. I feel like I connect best with people when I'm performing and when I'm collaborating with um artists and storytellers um and, and connecting with an audience too that's um that can be on the pulse uh, that is on the pulse of these stories and yeah ground themselves in it so I guess it's kind of a lofty thing but like yeah that connection that motivates me and my last question what can we expect from Maddie in the future oh um I'm gonna continue producing shows in my startup theater company so you can expect lots of immersive theater in Los Angeles and then um you can expect from me <laughs> you can expect from me to be collaborating in different theater communities and um crazy short films and feature-length films <laughs> there you go 
I love it. Thanks. Okay, well, I mean, what can I say about your career? It's epic. It's badass. It's really cool. And also, I find amazing that you managed to continue doing it. You know, that as we were uh, speaking before, that whenever we have like these complications or like these thoughts or these situations in which makes us wonder if we, if we should continue or not, the fact that you keep doing it and you are making results and you are building for, like so many things now, I mean, for producing to like acting to more and more things. I mean, I think that's that's proven of, uh, from everyone who's either watching this or listening to it, that dreams can come true. Of course, there is a lot of hard work that you need to put to it that 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 most of the times it's going to it's going to be challenging and it's going to be a pain in the butt for sure. But uh, but I mean, you are showing that you you do the hard work. And you and and here are the results and like those those uh those small victories can create something amazing in the future you know thank you yeah and i believe that too um something that's helped me is like not attaching my idea of what success looks like but following that um that um inspiration for success and for me that's creating characters and connections and so it doesn't always have to look like acting and I've found that my success is in getting to do it all yeah absolutely absolutely now I want to thank those also who uh thank you to those who are watching this that are here on YouTube or listening on Spotify Wubble podcast thank you so so much make sure to subscribe leave a like follow if it is if, if this is your first video uh leave a like if it is your fifth video thank you so much for watching keep watching them because they're all amazing but also since the video is about to be done uh, I'm gonna leave in the description below below her the links to maddie's social media so you can follow her let's make her viral hashtag team maddie because she's incredible she's amazing and again maddie thank you so so much for making this happen have an incredible upcoming weekend keep creating keep inspiring but most important here keep doing what you do because i find that super incredible and badass and we need more badass people like you in this world who besides giving us cool epic entertainment are showing us that dreams can come true so thank you thank you for having me absolutely and i'll See you in the next one. Yes, yeah, see you in the next one. All right. <laughs>